Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Electric Leftovers. My name is Jason. This is episode 313. How are you today? It's been a little while, hasn't it? Well, there's been a lot going on, and uh, this last year's been a little taxing, one might say. I haven't had it as bad as some people, uh, to be sure, so I don't want to sound like I'm complaining too much, but um, to sum up, the old YouTube channel got shut down, and since that's where a lot of the content for this podcast really kind of came from, I didn't really have anything to talk about, and I didn't want to do an episode like, that's it, podcast is over, I'm done, I've had it. We've had it up to here with all this mess. We're not doing it anymore. I didn't want to do that. Probably should have done something, but you know, I wanted, I wanted to kind of get back to a position of normalcy before we came out to it. And I know that's that's hard to believe coming from this show, but we're kind of sort of there. Anyway, uh, we're going to have all the usual departments in the show back again. Slight tweaks to some of them. Uh, this episode where I'm not going to get a review because we're going to kind of start from scratch with some of this stuff. But don't worry, we'll be back up and running. I mean, just before you can even think about it. Because you probably haven't thought about it in like nine months, right? Right. Anyway, here's some new music. Let's move on. Henry Stoff's mansion had been abandoned for as long as anyone dare remember. Stoff was a master toy maker, a maker of amazing puzzles, and this strange house was his greatest creation. Now the mansion stands empty, rotting ever since the children started dying, ever since the six guests came. Now there are only the eerie lights and the terrible sing-song rhymes of the children. 
And suddenly, you are in the house. You move from room to haunted room, step by terrifying step, as scenes from that night of horror come to life. Because Stoff's game isn't over. There were six guests the world knew about, and there was one other. Stoff's mad mansion lives again, and only you can end the nightmare and learn the secret of the seventh guest. Hi! Archives time. It is the seventh guest of old school PC CD based, oddly enough, or very, I think maybe the first one, uh, point and click adventure exploration puzzle game that, um, I don't know, uh, goofy graphics aside, I think stands up pretty well. It's relatively short. We got five videos, most of them clocking in around 30 minutes, some a little shorter, but, uh, I remember recording it. It was rife with crashes and other situations, but I was able to edit most of that to make it a fairly smooth transition for everybody. If you've never seen or heard of the game, I would suggest checking it out. If uh, you have seen and heard of the game, but have never you know, seen it to completion, I would check it out. I'm not the best at all the puzzles, but you know, it's the first time I ever finished the game. So there's that. Well, I don't have a review for you this week because we didn't look at a game last week. And honestly, things are so up in the air with where I'm at with what's being uploaded and re-added to the, to the channel and all that. We're just going to start from scratch. So you get a break from the reviews this week, but I will leave you with this uh, kind of nice fancy chiptune music. That's something to look forward to, right? Anyway, next week we'll have a review of the seventh guest. Or we'll review reviews of the seventh guest, and then we'll continue on in the usual way.
We still do have news, folks. You ain't getting out of it that easy. And our lead story this week is the Christmas spirit. Mostly because I'm recording this early. Uh, Fritz Turner, 23, returned to his hometown of Newport, Washington to find the city's Christmas tree, quote, embarrassing. The scant tree comprised a series of vertical rope lights dangling from the top of the tree down the sides, the News Tribune reported. This is not going to do, he said. So he set up a GoFundMe page on December 2nd, hoping to raise $5,000 for better lights and more decorations. Direct decorations. We can do better. Even Charlie Brown's Christmas tree looked better than this sad spruce, he wrote. The page raised more than $2,700 for the lights, and the local utility company hung them on the tree for free. Uh, and middle and high school students donated handmade ornaments for it. For the first time in many years, the Chamber of Commerce organized a tree lighting ceremony on December 11th. And Turner said he's been inspired by the support. Together, we're really powerful. Um, where I live, it's officially Christmas City. And we have, like, big, huge lighting thing. There's fireworks. There's ice skating. Um, like, they... They built a, like, fake skating rink for all, I mean, it's a big deal here. And as one who doesn't really care and celebrate it much, it's a little weird. So, hearing that somebody doesn't do it, it's just 38 goddamn years old. We've done it 38 years. Anyway, here's a story of chutzpah. On December 6th, Laura Oglesby, who is 48 pleaded guilty to one count of intentionally providing false information to the Social Security Administration, the New York Times reported. Her story is much more complicated than that one charge. In 2016, Oglesby used her estranged daughter's identity to create another life for herself as Lauren Hayes, a 22-year-old college student in Mountain View, Missouri. She obtained a Social Security card and driver's license and racked up more than $25,000 in debt with student loans and other expenses. She also worked at Southwest Baptist University and rented a room from Wendy and Avery Parker. Everybody believed it, said Mountain View Police Chief Jamie Perkins. She even had boyfriends that believed that she was aged 22 years old. That's a weird way to say that. Oglesby may face up to five years in prison and will have to pay restitution to her daughter and SBU. Why would you take out loan? Like, why would you go to the trouble to steal an identity just to get student loan debt? That's boggling to me. My kingdom for an editor. Before we get into this, I want to tell you guys, I, you know, I'm on the internet. I read things. I see things. I'm on the Twitter. I see headlines in the news, etc., etc. And I'm just going to put this out there. A lot of y'all, quote-unquote, journalists are probably using something like Grammarly. I'm going to tell you what, you pay me $2 per article, I will read and proofread your article. Because Grammarly ain't doing it for you. Y'all sound dumb. I know what I just said. My kingdom for an editor. Thankfully, a sign on Interstate 95 in Delaware directing drivers to a Wilmington exit was only temporary. But that didn't stop commuters from noticing it. The Associated Press reported that the sign was missing an A in the avenue's name. Delwar. Transportation officials officials said it was made in a hurry in case the permanent sign didn't arrive in time for the opening of the exit, which had been under construction. There's always time for correct spelling, kids. Delwar. Delwar come from the mountains. 
Uh, the way the world works, those large inflatable Christmas decorations may fill the hearts of children with holiday cheer. They really don't. But one young Ursid saw a sparring partner and went on the attack in Monrovia, California. On December 8th, Donna Haggett, Hargett, excuse me, captured video of a bear cub wrestling with her neighbor's inflatable reindeer as the mama bear looked on, the United Press International reported. Good for you. Uh, bear. I looked up and there it was, jumping on the reindeer, Hargett said. We seen these two around all the time. They're trouble, she said. In fact, Hargett said they once broke into her home and left paw prints on the bed. No word on Rudolph's condition. They broke into your house and left paw prints on the bed. You're sure it was them? Could you identify them? Our least competent criminal justice system, there's a change, Laris Matusovas, 30, was suddenly, and mistakenly, released from the Pentonville prison in North London on November 26th after serving only 48 hours of a four-year sentence. After he called the probation officer who told him that everything was in order, uh, I just got through it, I'm gonna have trouble again. Matusovas, Matusovas? I don't know. Did what any grateful con would do. He embarked on a 10-day boozing binge with his friends. It's mad, one buddy said, according to the Daily Star. He could have jumped on a flight and left the UK. Instead, he chilled with us and had a great time. But it all came to an end on December 6th when he was hauled back to his cell. The Ministry of Justice commented, Releases in her are incredibly rare, but we take them extremely seriously. Sure you do. Not your father's Buick, sure, the greatest generation may be coasting down the road at 32 miles an hour in their Sabres, much to other drivers' frustrations, but Buicks weren't always old man cars. In fact, car collector Anthony Saya sold a 1987 Buick GNX on eBay on December 11th for $249,999, Fox News reported. The GNX, part of a limited edition of 547 built for only one year, was produced by Buick along with McLaren Engines and ASC Incorporated. It was the second fastest 0 to 60 mile an hour car of its day behind the Porsche 911 Turbo, and others have sold for similar amounts. Saya's car had 426 miles on it. Buick made some damn, damn fine cars. They're kind of like old old man cars now, but phew, I drive the hell out of Buick. Sign of the times, working at home, stubbed your toe while making the commute from the bedroom to your desk. In Germany, you can now sue for workers' comp insurance for injuries suffered while working at home. Germany's federal social court ruled that an unnamed man, they're everywhere, who slipped on a spiral staircase and broke his back was entitled to coverage, saying it viewed the, quote, first morning journey from bed to the home office as an insured work route. NBC Washington reported. I mean, I, you know, that's one of those things where it's like, technically, yes, but what did work really have to do with it? What if he hadn't been going to work? Had he clocked in? I don't know. Anyway, it's a living. Hassan Rizagani, known as Turkey's one and only stretch stress coach. Oh, God. Stress coach for all of Turkey? That man needs a stress coach. Has a unique method for easing his clients' angst. He lets them hit him and doesn't hit back, Oddity Central reported. After a decade in the business, though, Gunny is ready to train someone else to take his place. Most of my clients suffer from depression or panic attacks, he said. 
I would like to train other potentially interested people and hand over my gloves to the new generation. Gani said around 70% of his clients are women whose strength is equivalent to that of boys 12 to 14 years old, so he doesn't worry about getting hurt. And he wears protective gear, sometimes accompanied by a photo of the person the client is unhappy with. They have rooms. They have rooms for that. You take like a Nerf bat and you just go nuts. Or just take Nerf bats. I feel like that's gonna be better. Here's the bright idea. Mark Rogers, he's 38. Joseph Way is 36. Tashara Levins, 37. They each pled guilty on December 14th. But to what, I hear you ask? Well, to one count of kidnapping a federal employee, which could get them nine years to life in federal prison, the Post reported. The Washington Post reported, even. It all started on November 16th, 2019 in Rochester, New York, when the three were anxiously awaiting a postal delivery of, guess what? You're right, $70,000 worth of cocaine. The mail carrier delivered several other packages to the home that day, but as she stepped off the porch, the trio accused her of stealing the drug package. They ransacked her mail truck, quote, then told her she was coming with them, unquote. Prosecutor Robert Marangola said during a hearing in Levin's SUV, they told the postal employee that they were going to kill her, her children, and her mother. They searched her personal vehicle. They then continued driving her around while threatening her, but eventually they stopped and got out to talk. That's when the mail carrier used her smartwatch to text her supervisor and the Rochester Police Department. As the suspects finally dropped her off at her car, police swarmed the SUV and arrested them. Sentencing is scheduled for April. You know why they didn't get it? Because that did joy, fella, screwing up the post office. And our final story, yikes! Rob and Marcella Wilde of Robertson, South Africa, figured there might be a mouse in their newly decorated Christmas tree when their cat started watching it intently on December 10th. Instead, they found one of the most venomous snakes in Africa, a boomslang, CNN reported. That's not even the name of the snake. That's just what they call it when you find one of the most venomous snakes in Africa in your Christmas tree. The Wilds called on snake catcher Jerry Haynes, who used snake tongs to put it on the floor. Once I had it under control, the family came right up to see the snake, Haynes said. A scary moment turned into an exciting moment for the children. Haynes released the female snake, about four and a half feet long, back into the wild a couple of days later.
Ladies and gentlemen, that is it for this episode of Electric Leftovers. Thanks very much. Thanks for coming back. Nice to have you here. Uh, we'll be back next week. Ever and more little tweaks and stuff coming to the show. I had this great idea for a segment, and I don't think it's going to work, so i got to do some tweaking on that, but we'll see how it goes. If you enjoyed the show, please consider subscribing wherever you get this episode of the podcast and all your other podcasts. That'd be kind of neat. If you'd like to support the show, you can find all the stuff for that in the description, or you can visit patreon.com slash Jason's Groove Machine, or find me on Twitter at Jason G-R-V-I-N. We'll be back next week, same time, same place. Y'all have a good one. It's nice to be back with you. Believe it or not, I did kind of miss doing this.